0: Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell. And there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer, share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi guys! Welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreyer. And I'm Dahlia Ramahi, and we're so excited you guys have joined us for another episode! Yes! Today is about kind of limiting beliefs, but also not always believing what others tell you. If you can... Values, basically. What are the values you've adopted through your own family dynamic, other people, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, and or maybe something that, I don't know, it was a trusted authority figure in your life Mm
0: -hmm. that you're
1: like oh I should follow what they say and then you find out that no it doesn't work for you yep so starting with like a really simple example from when I was in middle school going into high school just to get us like warmed up a guy a year ahead of me was like because I asked um should I take AP biology because a middle schooler going into high school I was like how hard are these AP classes and he was like don't take it it's so hard And I was like, well, I'm still going to take it. And I took it, and I was fine. I got a four on the test, four out of five. And so it's like, you don't know that I'm good at biology, and you're not even really my friend anyway. Like, don't tell me that I can't take this class.
0: Or that you shouldn't because it's too hard, that person, that student, and and this little this this um, simple example goes to exactly what we're going to talk about today. Someone else's limiting beliefs, someone else's limitations, uh we adopt it as our own and we make it as truth because we don't have an experience with it, or maybe we had a little bit of experience with it, and so we're we're so willing to take someone else's word as a truth and then make that our reality. Isn't that so... Like, the human mind is incredible how that works. Like, of course,
1: it's good to seek out opinions and stuff, but then don't stop yourself just because everyone says, oh, no, you shouldn't try peppers. Like, they're horrible or or something. Like, you should still try it for yourself.
0: I agree. And, you know, like, I, I actually was thinking about when I was in high school and uh, when I did AP Bio... And I remember some of the students and the teachers said, you're gonna have to study really hard. You're gonna have to study several hours a day, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And you're gonna have to really prepare for the exam. And, and this is not meant to show off or anything, but I did not, I did none of those things because I had a, a natural interest in biology. Yeah, Like it was so, I had like a deep interest in it. And so when I was learning, I was enjoying every minute of it and I absorbed everything that the teacher taught me. And when I read, I read with interest. So I naturally absorbed the information a lot more quickly and I was able to absorb a lot more of it. So I never actually studied an AP bio. And when it came time for the test, I just reviewed some notes I didn't actually study for it and I got the 4 out of 5 as well. Oh. So my point is and this is not as this is not meant as a braggy moment but what I'm saying is you know people give you advice based on their own experiences it doesn't mean that that's the truth it's just literally advice from their own perspective. And I know, own life or even experience. like when,
1: when I'm at the ice cream restaurant and people ask me, well, what do you like? I hate that when people ask me that because it's like, well, I like mean? mint and a lot of people oh. don't like mint. And I love mint, but yeah. Uh, see, so it's like, <laughs> why, why do you want to ask my opinion on ice cream? Because it can be totally different. And this is like, yeah, again, a simple example, but like what I say might not be, might not work for you. And I'll, you I can tell you what? I what's... think it's
0: a, like a process of elimination and, and that like, oh, well, I guess I never thought of it. Nah, I'm not going to do it. I don't yeah.
1: know. <laughs> like I can tell you what's popular, but just because everybody else likes the strawberry one doesn't mean you are going to like it. But I mean, if you want to try it, good, because I, I believe in trying every food once.
0: Um, but also to do what works for you. So tying this in with what we're saying, whether it's ice cream flavors or ta- or trying a different type of class or whatever, we develop certain values and beliefs and ideas and we adopt them from an early age from our parents Mm -hmm. from the authority figures in our lives like our teachers our coaches our tutors even our friends that we value or, or even the ones that mean something to us but they're not really our friends like the popular kid in school or whatever it is the point is we take on these truths and we don't even realize that it's not our voice and so um one of the biggest things was a recent realization that I had. I was just sharing this with Jordan before mm-hmm. we started recording. Show business. You know, we're all taught, and and not just people in show business, people out of show business too, like on yeah. um, shows and movies. Show business is so hard. It's brutal um, that you'll only ever get no, and you're lucky if you get a yes.
1: Yeah. Of course.
0: When I realized, I one day I was sitting with myself, I was meditating, and I was just contemplating some things. And out of nowhere, I'm like, "Huh, is show business really that hard?" Because I'm sitting here in D.C., and I feel like as a voice actor, I've created a really good little um, life for myself as a voice actor, being away from L.A. and Hollywood and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And do I get a lot of rejections? I'm sure I do, but I don't know about half of them because it's just the agent or the casting director, the production. They just don't respond <laughs> yeah. if they're not interested. So I, the silence for me is a no. Does that mean that I'm not good enough? No, but it doesn't mean that show business is hard. Like, So what I'm saying is that is something that I feel like someone... Decided to—that's a story someone came up with at some point in time because they defined success in a certain way, and when they weren't achieving it, they put the blame outside of them. They—they put it as external factors. I mean, we can only control so much in our own lives. Results and outcomes are not one of them. You can choose to hustle and grind and do what everyone else is doing and believe the truth that you have to grind yourself to the bone to achieve success and that the only way you'll be applauded is if you let everyone know that you worked twelve to fifteen hours a day, didn't sleep, you climbed a mountain while not breathing, all just so you could make this result happen in your life. And yeah, that's not I think true. it's that.
1: I think it's that. That there's little to point to because because it's true that a lot of a lot of the it's not rejection it's just that they're silent and so like cuz yes yes you can say it's hard because you don't have a lot to grab onto like i i auditioned yeah. for this and this and this and and but like you can't point to anything that i mean like you can't guarantee any job is what i'm saying like oh i really want this i'm perfect for this role but it doesn't mean that you're going to get it. And
0: so, like, that... Because we're looking for tangible outcomes.
1: Yeah, like, so b- these tangible things are not existent I- in show business until you actually have the job to put on your resume. And so, like, yes, it can be, like, yes, I understand that people say it's hard and that you need to fix it. It can appear in. hard, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you think of... Because one time, uh, this one guy in a, in a class, he said... He was talking about his kid who, like, had been doing a show-and-tell or something of parents... And the kid said, my dad is a professional auditioner. (laughs) And it's true. (laughs) Like, that's exactly, if you think about acting from that way, it's so true. Because then then you feel good. You're like, I did an audition. It doesn't mean you want it. It it means you you just did the audition. and, And like, I don't know. So if you if you think about nothing being guaranteed
0: in show well, business, I mean auditioning also is our job, isn't it? Every coach will tell you auditioning is your is job. The, yeah, Booking exactly. is the reward for that job. Um but you know what this this uh gets back to values and and beliefs and when when do you realize that the voice you're hearing in your head that's driving your decisions isn't really your voice but the voice of everyone in your environment along the way? um telling you that that's how it should be. Well it's, okay, it's like so, success.
1: Yeah, from that, from that this is a really big one for my parents and for society in general, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think our generation is moving away from this. But the old mentality is money equals success. Like my dad, mm-hmm. the way he talks about Warren Buffett and these kinds of people, he's like, oh, they're so successful. And or yeah. he talks about his friend that has like two houses and, and yep. stuff. And she's so successful. A stable and, career, a husband and, or
0: wife, kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like for him, mostly it's always about the money. And so I, I've i been doing my best for like know, the last five years or something to really work. And it, it's hard. It is hard to come away from this because society puts it on us all the time but to think about okay success is I have like three loving friends or success is I got up this morning and I didn't
0: cry or I feel I have a smile today you know success can be something so simple
1: yeah it doesn't have to be a six-figure salary and stuff like that and Yes, of course I want my voiceover c- career to have more clients. I wanna be able to for me, success will be when I'm full time voiceover and don't don't need four other jobs and mm-hmm. and stuff. But I see, I'm I'm defining it by my rent will be paid by voiceover. I'm not defining it by a number. I just wanna be able to pay my rent and have some money for savings. Like th- that you kind of You wanna have a
0: comfortable, sustainable life a life that you can sustain through the work that you love, which is voiceover. And um, it doesn't mean that you're any less if you don't become... A millionaire. Like if it's six figures or yeah. a millionaire, or, or if you're not winning awards and walking on red carpets, or do you know what I'm saying? Like, when you define what success is, for some people, maybe that is what success is. But uh, I feel like those tangible definitions of success that feel so, that they put so much pressure on you. What is it? Like, for me, success is being happy every day and knowing that I can be happy doing what I love to do mm-hmm. and feeling free and having fun doing it yeah you know? it's good so for to me sit if down I and can define... have that day yeah define what success define what your values are is uh, because you'll realize that sometimes the things that we think are important aren't actually that important to us but we've been led to believe they are because yeah or
1: to people. go just to have goals in general and to be like oh I I don't know for, for me like I have certain things I want to accomplish like a major role in a video game and to be invited to conventions and, and things like that and like that yep, would lead same, like yeah. I would be able to call myself successful but in the meantime like just like you can um, have you know baby steps like you were successful today because you did marketing and so I don't know like But
0: I think you're confusing the two a little bit. Goals are different from what we're talking about success. So you're still for you it seems like you can only be successful if you're meeting your goals. But what if success is the fact that you're even going for those goals that you're in a position to make those goals to to, to pursue those goals whether you fall short of it a little bit or by a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah
1: I know like for me I feel like there needs to be another word and or maybe this is just the societal programming like, I, I do feel like like I won't be entirely successful until I have accomplished these goals.
0: Yes. And the, at the end of the day, the reason we feel this way, and this is something that I learned, uh, which was so powerful, is that our desires, our goals, the things that drive us, they are what's pumping that up or what's making that happen are our values. What, it, What it is that we really value. You might not even be aware of what you're real values are, the things that motivate you to want to have the successful voiceover career, why it is that you feel you like, you know, um, those values are what drive us. And and, uh, if we're not aware of it, we don't even understand what it is we're going for. And so we let the voices of other people make us or not make us throw us off track sometimes. So if we're not, do you know what I'm trying to say? So like, for example, Mm. one of my values is fun and to feel free, mm-hmm. which is why I decided I was gonna quit my corporate job and start my own business and and focus on voiceovers. Because at the time, that is the way I thought I was gonna have fun and freedom. Back then, of course, I wasn't aware that those were my values, you know? Yeah. But what I realized is that everything that I've done was driven, and I realized those are coming from me. Because I was always taught You had to hustle and grind that it didn't matter if you enjoyed it or not, that all that mattered was that you measured up to everybody else around you. So that was not just a community and society value, but that was a family value. And it was important that you appeared successful to other people yeah because then also other people would talk and be like, Oh poor so and so, look at all that education everything, and she can't make anything. Ha-. you know what I'm saying? like she just didn't measure up or or she fell short in life. So, I
1: remember being at a voiceover party like a Christmas party one time, and somebody saying that like, oh oh so and so like she's been you know like in the industry for six years or and no- nothing's yeah. really happened for her and, and I remember feeling bad at that moment because I was still kind of a beginner back then, and or the, this was a convention, and um being like okay well i gotta make things happen too before they talk about me like that and yeah and like here i am and yeah like it still like i started in 20 i started learning about voiceover in 2013 and started kind of working in 2015 but i'm still not where i want to be and it's like well okay fine like i'll just let them talk about me like that then whatever like i'm doing my
0: best like get off my back yeah but see like look you still remember that conversation yeah like all these years later and and that's I bet you what you didn't even realize that you did that, that is that you adopted some part of that as your truth. Mm -hmm. And so even when you don't realize you're operating from that truth, you always are. So like whatever we decide, whatever we believe on a subconscious level always finds its way to manifest it. So I think that because you, I don't, and I'm not trying to psychoanalyze you here because I know this is the case for me is that I realized when we don't like something and we don't hear it and we think that it's true I feel like our minds wants us to do everything the opposite of it so like for example you know I say oh I can't drink soda because it's unhealthy for me Mm -hmm. I have to like I can't eat chocolate because it's so bad for me and so what do I what do I do I want to do the things that are the opposite for it's it's so like psychology has such a big part in, in how we choose to because, you know, I don't know how to describe it because I'm obviously not an expert. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I think you get where I'm saying with that.
1: Yeah. I, it's like I want to prove that. I, I, so yeah. It's like I want to prove to myself that I can fall in love. And, and yet, Lynn, I do things like, I don't know, sabotage my the the guys that are interested and be like, okay, well, I'm, stop talking to me. Or, you know, like that kind of thing, what, what I've done in yeah. the past. Or even with voiceover. Like we've talked about self-sabotage. Like it's like I know that I'm good and talented and hireable and I've I've wowed agents by, by when going to workouts and stuff where they had like no feedback for me because they, they loved it so much, but and yet like I don't do any marketing and I self-sabotage and stuff like that. Yeah, so. and
0: I, that goes back to uh we self-sabotage because something that we're doing is running contrary to the belief, the programming that's that's really driving all our thinking it's it's the subconscious programming that drives our thoughts. It's not what's happening up front in your conscious mind. it's what's happening in your subconscious mind, and whatever beliefs whatever uh, I mean, we just talked about this in the last episode, the stories um that we've adopted as our truth that's always running in the background, whether we realize it or not so that's where self sabotage self sabotage comes in because. We are trying consciously to change something, but subconsciously, we don't believe we can. There's something that's working counter to it, like a counter-programming almost. Not almost, it is.
1: Just to go back to another simple example, like... I always hate when parents when so a little kid is having their very first recital for whatever like ballet or something mm-hmm. and like older relatives or parents they'll be like are you nervous? Are you nervous? And and I always I hate it when they ask that cuz then you're teaching the kid to be nervous basically. Because should I be nervous? I yeah, guess I should like be, should do I should I act? <laughs> I know, should I be nervous? And or like little kids that
0: are afraid of the dark, like usually it's cuz yeah. the parent I don't know like that, that that's usually learned i by the way i i totally agree with you and i'm speaking as a non-parent who has um i have friends who are they're all parents and whatever and i've seen the different ways that they handle their kids and for example i will see the mom that fusses over her kid when they fall uh-huh and um and then the more the mom fusses, the more the kid starts to Cries, cry. Exactly. And then I will see my friend who the kid trips and she'll just be like, oh, it's OK. Like not cold about it, but be like, oh, just it's OK. And then oh, like help yeah. the kid back up and brush it off and be like, you're OK. Or 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 I'm like, does it hurt? And I'm like, no. And then if the kid doesn't understand or whatever, you just kind of let it go. You don't make it a big deal is what I'm yeah, saying. I know. I've <laughs> seen that before,
1: too. And like, yeah, because oh, I was babysitting these kids one time and the little kid like fell off the curb. Like he fell like two inches. And started crying yeah. so much, and I was like, "You're fine, you're fine." Yeah, and it's like, "Shut up!" And, and <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> oh that, <my laughs> but like, it's like you, you didn't get hurt that much, and like, because yeah, kids look at you, and they, they, the, the reaction on your face teaches them how to react, and and exactly,
0: and the thing is that. It's the same thing with words. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing about our values and our belief systems. And to take it back to for example the show business, you know, if that's a truth you adopt that you know show business is hard or that you got to live the grind and you got to hustle yeah. every day. Like yes, I'm not saying hard work. I mean, I'm not it's saying not, not, required, not to work yeah. hard. Yeah, the, but how you work hard is up to you. You know, it does not mean that you have to do what every marketing coach out there tells you, what every super successful business coach tells you to do. That's one way. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't like that. I hate it when I see no offense to my voiceover friends, but when they're always talking about the hustle and the grind and the hustle and the grind and the and it's just like it's like an endless loop. But yet you're not posting anything to show for it. Yeah, because we're taught to reward the hustle and the grind, yeah, and only the tangible results that from it. But if you are unhappy, what is it you're truly creating in your life from that hustle and grind that you want to be applauded for? I know. I
1: always felt it's like in high school when my friends would be like, "Oh, I'm busy. I got this and this," and and I was always like, "Is there something wrong with me? I only have marching band. I don't really have any of these other things." And like, I don't know. But I I liked my life. And and so I felt like there was something wrong with me because I wasn't hustling. Mm -mm. And even today, too, when people are like, oh, I'm so busy. But now I've come to believe that it's just because they're really bad at time management. And like because these past, Uh I don't know, several months with I have like four jobs, but I am so good at time management. I still make time for watching movies and playing video games when I can. And and like it's all about time management and and or being willing to say okay, I'll do like 30 minutes with my friend on the phone. Like, don't say, yeah. oh, I'm
0: busy, I can't. And Yeah, they're all stories. It's all yeah. part of the perception. By the way, it's the same thing with, this is a little off topic, but goes back to what you're saying. You know, when we're talking about social media and the perception, and unfortunately, there have been coaches and agents and, you know, different marketing experts that always tell you you got to look like you're busy. You mm-hmm. gotta look like you know. You can have. You can post something with no substance. Like you know, when you look at the way everybody posts online, everybody's posting the same damn thing. But they think they're being unique because their face is on the picture, or it's their studio, or it's their cat. Uh, I mean, I do it too, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not knocking it. But what I'm saying is that you gotta have the 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 truth that exists right now, especially among our community, is that. You got to look the part. You got to look like you're constantly doing something in voiceovers to be seen as successful. Yeah. I am booking work and I'm grateful for it. I am actually working as a voice actor. I'm not posting about it because I don't feel comfortable doing so. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to post things to show that I can contribute, that I want to contribute to my community. Mm-hmm. But do you get what I'm saying? So if the truth is that perception determines success, how you're perceived, then everybody's going to only have the perception without the substance. And, and how happy are you going to be really with some adopting that truth that someone else decided is true? <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't that's true. That,
1: that sort of goes back to that comment about, well, she's been in the industry six years. and Yeah, it's, yeah, all perception. it's someone else's truth. And, and, yeah. and that,
0: that perception is someone else's truth. God, this this topic really uh, like fires me up because it's taken me so long to finally realize, and I'm grateful. You know, and I just uh, oh, hmm. well, go ahead. No, no, no. That was it. Just that was it. Okay, because I I just I just had this thought because people are always
1: calling me honest and genuine. And like she's like the most genuine person you'll ever meet. And and I'm like, well, okay. I just I just do what I do. Like, but maybe it's this because I don't try to put up this fake wall. Like Mm -hmm. I don't usually have voiceover related things to post. So I'm posting pictures of my cats or I post nothing at all. And and I don't know, like I don't like living by like perception this is one reason why it's hard to do social media in general because like so many people have an instagram only for their healthy eating habit or whatever and yeah but i post whatever i want and uh so it's my life so
0: there's there's nothing wrong with doing that and there's nothing wrong with having an actual social media strategy right mm-hmm. but the idea that your strategy what I don't I'm trying have a strategy
1: say. is basically so,
0: okay but but you know with everything in life you know like business is also about strategy and so you do need to have some strategy and if you're using social media because you want to highlight yourself as a business because you're a voice actor mm-hmm. then you, you need to do, be a little bit strategic with that right but what I'm saying is it's not a fast and steady rule that oh I have to post every day or I have to post twice a day or that I have to make my posts look and feel like this that's not authentic You know what I mean? And if you're all about being you, then authenticity is a value for you and and, and expressing that, you know, through your cat pictures, but also some of your voiceover posts. Maybe it's highlighting a struggle you had as a, but my point is it doesn't have to look like the way everybody else's Mm -hmm, looks like mm -hmm. that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So strategy is different from like, you know, the content, but I know, well, content comes into strategy if you're being intentional about it, but. My point, again, is, you know, are you doing it because someone else is telling you this is the only way to success? Again, talking about success as a value, what does that look like for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so. I know. We, there's so much you can say on this topic. But yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Anyway. So,
1: like, main takeaways. Listen, is this your voice that's telling you this or Is it really someone else being like, well, you have to do this because this is what success looks like or or no, this class is too hard for you and no one can take this class. You're not good at science or or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, is it you? Is it you? Or uh, even if you trust that person a whole lot, like maybe take the thing anyway. Try it out. And oh, like learning a language is actually easy. Everyone says it's really hard. But like, I don't know, Spanish has been
0: easy for me or something like that. Yeah, because. It it doesn't take it because if you listen to somebody else, you're not taking into account your talents, your yeah. skills that come naturally to you. And so if you immediately if you immediately believe learning Spanish is the most difficult thing in the world or learning French horn or voiceover or whatever, you're going to put that roadblock in your path before you even put a foot on the path. Before you put your you take your first step, you're putting a roadblock there. You might mm-hmm. have talents that are so well-suited for voiceover that someone else may have to work a little bit harder for, and that's where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah, and try multiple
1: ways to get at that thing before you give up on it too. Like, yeah. okay, so um, learning Spanish from a book doesn't help. Let's learn Spanish from a CD, or let's learn Spanish from actually speaking to somebody, something like that.
0: Yeah, my takeaway from this and, and my final thought is that You know, at the end of the day, if something feel, if there's so much resistance that you're experiencing, like you just hate doing something or it doesn't feel right, or you just, you know, get into your body and see how that feels. How does it feel doing things this way? Or how does it feel whenever your a belief comes up that makes you feel, uh, you know, and then just question it. Well, why do I think this way? Is it my voice? Or like Jordan said, is it someone else's voice? Yeah,
1: so. and, and it will take like I'm still trying to get over the money equals success thing, and it's been like ten years mm-hmm. or five years or whatever. I'd, yeah, but like I'm trying, like I'm trying to see it from another way, and because it's yeah. just because I was told that for so long, and and it continues to be said in in the media and stuff like that. So, well, yeah,
0: there you go. Because you're 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 learning um, what are what's important to you, and it just takes time to unpack it, like you said. Mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. got this. We all got this. We just gotta we got to be honest this. with ourselves. That's all. Yes. Thank you so
1: much for listening again. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, email. Please let us know your thoughts. And Bloomingvoices.com. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
0: That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. And let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday.